0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Beat the Press podcast. I am your host, Chapin Takard. Thank you for clicking on another one of my episodes. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are here with a very special guest. For my OG listeners, you all remember him. Over 100,000 followers on TikTok. Almost 200K now. Over 10 million likes. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to They Call Me Crafty. Welcome back on the show. show, Welcome back on the show. Uh, if you want to get a little introduction to the new listeners and such, go right on ahead.
1: All right, so my name my name's, uh Crafty, well, at least that's what I go by. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, at They Call Me Crafty. I talk about basketball. Uh, I make skits about basketball. Basically, my goal is to try to get uh, the less advanced fans into the more, the casual fans, if you will, <laughs> into the more advanced stages of basketball by giving them a little bit of humor and a little bit of facts all at the same time.
0: Hey, that's what's up. That's me and my friend were just talking about that, too, about how important it is to have some like sports guys, sports people talk about things that, you know, maybe the not so uh, advanced guys, not the people that are so obsessed with sports that they'll still understand and still have opinions about sports. The last time we had Crafty on the show, ladies and gentlemen, was very long ago, September 27th, 2020. Uh, We talked about the uh, conference finals, and now we're here today to talk about the 2021 NBA finals between the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. A really phenomenal series, I think. I saw some people hating on it because it's some, oh, you know, Mickey Mouse run and injuries and such, which I already talked about in another episode. I don't think injuries should discredit what both these teams have accomplished. What is your take on that? The ring
1: says champion, doesn't it?
0: Exactly, exactly. That's
1: all. That's the only point. It says champion. They're champions. That's what matters.
0: Oh yeah, you know, people are saying, oh, if Lakers were healthy, then Phoenix would have been knocked out first round. But here, my thing is being healthy is a part of the game you know what i'm saying the game doesn't stop because you're injured and yet there's still people that are trying to discredit rings and, and say oh milwaukee you know milwaukee probably if listen if brooklyn was healthy then that would have been a better series but milwaukee was lucky they didn't get they didn't get hurt and that's Absolutely. a part of it you know luck is definitely going to be a part of every nba championship you can go back and look i'm sure you can find something to discredit every nba championship but that's not how we roll
1: there's actually a graphic that I covered on my page. I don't know if I kept the video up I think it didn't do good, but oh. um, I did have a video where I talked about literally if you go all the way back Until the 2012 finals you can find at least one reason to try to discredit a ring if you, if you try hard enough
0: Yeah, and, just... um, and
1: most of them are injuries. I mean you can look at uh, 2017 I want to say it was maybe it's 2016 Chris Paul getting injured in the Western Conference finals like people get injured It happens yep. it it doesn't discredit what happened because then why would we even play the game? If you're going to discredit the ring, why play the game?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so Milwaukee Phoenix, they go to game six. Mil- uh, Phoenix, they have an early two Oh lead winning both games at home. They look like they're on the way to stardom. A lot of people are saying, Oh, Phoenix is going to sweep, but there was some people, my brother actually texted me after, after Phoenix won both games saying bucks and six. And I laughed him off. I really thought Phoenix could have closed this out in four or five games, but mm-hmm. Giannis just completely plays out of his mind chris middleton drew holiday there's that infamous picture of them laughing after being down 2-0 in the series and now chris middleton especially really came clutch had some clutch shots in game six he basically hit the closeout shot drew holiday offensively you might look at him and say this man was a bum in some of the games but his defensive presence phenomenal untouched
1: absolutely he plays a draymond green type defense where like Not only is he guarding up on the best guy, which he will do and he has done and he did do in that series, depending on who was the best player on the Suns in that game, whether it was Chris Paul or whether it was Devin Booker, that's who Drew Holiday was guarding. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter what, he's going to be guarding your best man. And then while he's at it, he's going to coach your defense. He's going to be a coach on the floor, on the defensive end, just like Draymond Green is. His value goes way beyond his stats could ever say.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of Chris Paul, I listen, I'm not one to put the whole blame on somebody but chris paul his first finals appearance he you look at his stat sheet and yes he had a decent series i think he could have done a lot more though personally i think chris paul is is a really big reason why phoenix didn't win this series and it's hard for me to say that because i would have loved to see chris paul win that series i was actually rooting for phoenix I love both teams. I don't really care who won because I, loved, I wanted to see Giannis win. But Giannis is 26. He's still young. He's going to have more chances. Uh, me and OG actually were talking on the podcast that this was going to be Giannis's best chance to win in Milwaukee. And hey, he took that. Absolutely. He executed. He executed. And, and that's all that matters. Now he's a, ty- now, he's a now he's a championship. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I 100% agree because I was torn, too, with who to cheer for. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I was cheering for Chris Ball because of the fact that, like you said, Giannis has a whole career ahead of yeah. him. Like, people, there have been players who don't even start their rookie year until they're 30 and come out champions at some point. Yeah. So, Giannis coming in, you know, playing, what is this, his eighth year, I think it was, I can't do math, 2014, it's his first year. He comes in, and he's only 26 with how much time he's played. Chris Paul is, like, I thought he was going to retire if he won. If he won the ring, I, I think he should have retired.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i retire on top while he's at it. So I was cheering for Chris Paul just because he doesn't have that whole career ahead of him. Yeah. But can you really be mad at Giannis? Because he's definitely that kind of player. Where you saw what happened if you look on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Any the second he won the championship, it's already okay. Is he a top five power forward of oh, all yeah. time? He's twenty six. Yeah. He's twenty six years old. He's already in this conversation. That ring pushed him into that conversation. And it's not like people are just saying this from recency bias. I think we honestly should be talking about. He's definitely a top 10 power forward of all time at oh, yeah. 26 years he's old. Right. But where does he rank? And that's that's a big conversation right now in the community is where do we put him? Some people say over Dirk. As a Mavericks fan, I have to disagree.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I was actually going to transition to that with you talking about Giannis and this stardom that he's now into. Listen, personally, I'm not a fan of jumping on this, these hype trains really, really early, but Giannis has. Like, truly, if you put him in the top five, I don't think you can get mad at that. I don't have him there yet because he's only 26. But let that man have another, uh, I mean, this was a a historic finals run for Giannis. 50 points in game six to close it out. How can you stop this man, truthfully?
1: Well, that's the thing is because Phoenix went up, as you mentioned, two games to Mm none. And I was talking to my girlfriend because she watched some of these games with me because she's an amazing girlfriend. That's what a good girlfriend does is watch the basketball finals with me. Um, I was talking to her after game three. Giannis dropped, I want to say it was 40 points in game two, 41 points in game three. And in game three, she, she was like, oh, well, Giannis didn't even play that much better. Why? why they win? Because also the Bucs were just a better team. They played as a team. And it, it wasn't it wasn't who's hot and who's not. We know Giannis is going to go out there, and be hot. Who's going to help Giannis? And the Suns didn't have that player that was, OK, you know, Devin Booker is going to go out there and be hot. Well, we saw 19 in the last game. Like he he's not going to go out there and be hot every night. And you have to have one of those players and then a supporting cast around them. And the Suns just didn't have that kind of power. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once again, Devin Booker's got so much time too. And that team is nasty. I could see them making the finals again next year. Losing to the Nets, but I can see them making the <laughs> finals again next year.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh there's I don't my thing is, uh, you know, you say that. I I can't see Phoenix getting another one of these runs because Chris Paul, you know, there's now rumors that Chris Paul might go to the Lakers, which I don't know how that's gonna be put Lakers are. Have, have no cap space but hey anything no is possible bait. in the nba yeah <laughs> for anything hey, anything is possible in the nba if chris paul goes to lakers that's a nice team And okay i think chris paul has a good chance of winning ring but with this phoenix team unless if they bring in another third guy because that's the thing that i think that they were missing kind of a a third guy because that it was always who was gonna who's gonna take it is it gonna be mikhail bridges as the third scorer is it gonna be cam uh, johnson he had some pretty big shots uh he had gorgeous shots. oh, you know, oh definitely i, mean, I saw monster. i seen this. Yeah, I seen this TikTok talking about his jump shot, and it is so smooth. I I, oh, I yeah. do like Cam. I like Cameron Payne as well. He had some some of his moments, but these guys are people that are gonna help you win. But they shouldn't be your third guy after Chris Paul and Booker, obviously. So that's what I think Phoenix was lacking really. In Milwaukee, they had you know Giannis, Middleton, and minus how inconsistent Middleton and, and Drew Holiday were. They still bought some value
1: absolutely and that that's the thing with phoenix is like you said they have so many of these great role players but that's what they are they're Mm -hmm. great role players and you don't have that third guy and that third guy was supposed to be deandre but as you saw in a lot of the games he struggled to score oh yeah he'll get out he was out there uh one game it was 14 rebounds like eight points though Mm -hmm. 14 rebounds eight points but five assists and three blocks like the dude, he can play the ball, but he had to be able to score. And that was the problem that he was having is his lack of scoring. It's not, I wouldn't say the downfall of Phoenix in this finals, because it looked like Giannis wasn't going to stop until he got a ring because <laughs> yeah. he knows his time is limited with the Nets coming back. It, DeAndre had to be that third guy because that that is who their their third guy had been yeah. all season. And he just wasn't that
0: in the finals. Yeah, definitely. I I, I had forgotten about John DeAndre. He looked so good against the, against the Clippers in that whole series. And I think it was really just because Clippers don't have a really dominant big besides Zubac, but Zubac is not gonna stop Ayan. DeMarcus Cousins yeah. looked sorry against Ayan. He was he was good scoring. DeMarcus Cousins had some nice scoring, but against Ayan, I mean Ayan was just feasting in the paint. And against Milwaukee, we didn't see that. He couldn't stop so Giannis. you
1: have you have players down in the paint who can mm-hmm. who can play. A the reigning Defensive Player of the Year. Well, not reigning. Last year's Defensive Player of the Year, two-time MVP Giannis. And then, like, Brooke Lopez, he's not, he's definitely, the one thing that I really don't love about Brooke Lopez is the dude can't rebound him. Yeah. Like, he, if you need a rebounding big, stay away from the Lopez <laughs> brothers. Yeah. But, but Brooke Lopez, he's an underrated defender, especially interior. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about how good of a defender he actually can be. And he showed against DeAndre that he can play some defense. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Lopez was a really, uh, in game six, he started getting on a roll. You know, usually he's just kind of that catch and shoot guy, but. We saw him dribbling the ball, hitting some some driving layups. I was kind of surprised. And that's when I knew that the game was going to be over. When Phoenix was letting Brooke Lopez drive on them, that's how I knew Milwaukee's going to wrap this up.
1: The least athletic man. The le- oh, my. Yes. It was so,
0: it was just, oh, I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, we've talked about, a lot about Giannis and Chris Paul. Let's transition a little bit to Devin Booker, who I think, you know, first time in the playoffs, he averaged 27 points. Uh, really nice. Really nice. I think he's shown a lot of potential. My brother thinks Devin Booker is very overrated, uh, which I'm not too sure how. Um, okay. But, you know, I think this series for me is what really made him shine, and I think that he's going to carry it on. I see some people say he's going to become MVP next year because of, okay, well, of this series. Hard. I think that's a little bit... uh, that's a, that's a reach. But I think Booker has shown a lot of potential. I think even if Chris Ball leaves, Booker can lead this team to at least the eighth seed. At least the play-in The eighth tournament. seed. Yep.
1: I mean, he's shown in the bubble where he should have been in the yeah. playoffs without a Chris Paul on that team. And with that team having a DeAndre Ayton who hasn't fully developed, he still hasn't, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I hope he can get better from where he even is. Oh, yeah. um, but Devin Booker, he's, he's an amazing player. I, I mean, I'm not going to even try to take that away from him. He is an absolutely amazing player, mainly on the scoring end. His defense, a lot of people like to try to hate on, but I tweeted out literally multiple times, especially in the, the Milwaukee series, that like he's a good defender that we, don't, we call a bad defender. Because if you remember when the the, the, the D-Lo, Cat, and Devin Booker uh, trade was rumored,
0: um, mm-hmm. where they would
1: all end up on the same team, they were saying that's going to be the worst defensive team of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, Devin Booker's not a bad defender. Yeah. So he can play both ends of the court. His idol in Kobe Bryant has given him so much mentorship, and a lot of people will go out there and say he's the next Kobe Bryant. I don't think there's ever going to be such thing as the next Kobe Bryant, but I will say he's the closest thing in the current NBA we have to Kobe Bryant, which... It's, it's not saying a lot because you can never stack up to what Kobe actually was. Oh, yeah. But he's got the killer mentality. He's got the leadership ability. Just can he perform in these big moments? We saw him drop 40 in the playoffs, it's the finals. 20. We saw him at his best. But can, A, can the team surround him, and B, can he keep it up? I'm not saying he needs to average 40, and he was averaging 27 points per game, which is great, but he needs to take that next step. If we saw Devin Booker average 27 in a season, cool. That's normal for that. De- That'd be a Devin Booker-type stat line. But the great players take it up a notch in the playoffs. And that's what Giannis did this year. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's I think that's obviously what changed the series. It's just the fact that Giannis said, all right, this isn't the regular season anymore. And we've called Giannis a playoff choker the last two, yeah. years, three years.
0: He he definitely proved that. I mean, especially was the, the,
1: the Miami last year. <laughs> like, we we trashed this man. Yeah. And basically, he gave us the most silent middle finger of all time by I mean, saying, okay, I'll step it up this year.
0: Definitely. I mean, what a, what a guy. I, I, I was i don't want to say I, I kind of feel cliche saying i was proud of seeing Giannis win but it, I, I felt i felt happy for the guy because he's been he's been i mean he's been called saying no skill by james harden and now he's the one that's raising a, a delario brian trophy and james harden is i don't know probably rehabbing his hamstring i'm assuming <laughs> so like, i don't really know what Harden. oh he actually he's hanging out with little baby and such so yeah that's what in Paris. he's doing um Man, Devin Booker, I feel like what really hurt Phoenix Booker drops back-to-back 40-point games and they don't win those games. That's what was huge no. right there.
1: And that's what I was talking about with uh in game two, Giannis had 40. Mm-hmm. And in game three, Giannis had 41. But the big difference was who's supporting cast is gonna come out and play. Yeah. And it was it was the Bucks.
0: Yeah, that's 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 really what it came down to. A phenomenal series nonetheless. Uh, very exciting finals. I was happy about it. Uh two I want to say I don't say bad teams because now they're good, but notoriously when I was getting into the NBA, the Bucks were the laughingstock of the league, and Phoenix, nobody really cared about. So it's kind of nice to see these teams compete. Uh, last time, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee and Phoenix, this is making their third finals appearance. Milwaukee last won in 1971, so a historic championship for both teams whoever had won, and uh, I was very happy to witness it.
1: Absolutely, man. I was too. And like I, like I said, I was cheering for Phoenix the whole time up until game, like literally in game six, the way Milwaukee came out. I said, you know what? I I mean, I'm not a Suns fan, so I'm not going to be a bandwagon if I start cheering for the Bucks now. Right. Cause like <laughs> they were going crazy. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't I wouldn't say embarrassing to the Suns organization because Monty Williams, absolutely beautiful coach. If you yeah. if you just watch the way he talks to his players, he knows how to motivate them in the right way but they just didn't have the firepower that the Bucs did. Plus, the Bucs' perimeter defense is the best in the NBA,
0: oh, hands definitely. down. Yeah. you got
1: all these premier uh, perimeter defenders, and the Suns play perimeter-centric basketball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, this is the perfect defense to match up against their offense. And the Suns' defense just wasn't there.
0: Yeah, that's that. You know what I'm saying? They had P.J. Tucker, who really played his role well. Man, like, okay. he had some games two points, zero points, but his defense, uh unmatched, unmatched. So you got PJ Tucker, uh, Drew Holiday, both defensive guys. And Holiday, when he gets a roll, it looked like every shot. When Holiday found his rhythm, it looked like every shot was going to go in for him. My brother would doubt some of his shots too. I mean, it was, wow. It was a great, it was a great series. Great uh, games by Milwaukee and Phoenix. I feel like Phoenix, they played a lot of team ball and that's kind of what helped them go to the finals. And then I kind of saw a lot of Chris Paul and Devin Booker kind of more Dribbling the ball and kind of ISOing, and I think that is it, kind of irked me. I wanted to see them pass that ball more. Um, I don't know if that was just me, but yeah, that's that's what no, I actually
1: gonna... noticed the exact same thing. It seems like you know they took team basketball to get to the finals, but once they got to the finals, they had the ideology of well, one of us has to win finals MVP. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's actually what went down. I don't think they were Chris Paul and Devin Booker were like I want finals MVP, <laughs> but like I feel like they went out there with a the mentality of like, all right, I've got to be the guy. Which is true, you do need someone who can do that, but for one, it should be established early on. Mm-hmm. Like, with the Heat, even though Jimmy Butler is not a scorer at all, last year, he was the guy. Oh, yeah. Like, even the Heat knew that they had to have a guy, and they put up not as good of a fight as the Suns did to the Bucks, <laughs> but they put up a lot more of a fight than you would think going against LeBron James being the, the Heat.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah.
1: But one thing I really do love about the series is, like you said, notoriously, as basketball fans, these are two bad teams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the Bucks before before Giannis. I mean, even with Giannis up until the last three years, it, it's a struggle franchise. The Suns haven't seen greatness since they had Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire with Sean Marion. Like, yeah. it, it was amazing seeing these two teams go against each other. Either way, I would have been happy with whoever won. Giannis gets his first ring. Chris Paul gets his first ring. I don't care. Both of them are Hall of Famers no matter what. I wish Chris Paul would have been the one, but at the end of the day, the, the player who the player and the team that played their heart out the most was the team that walked away the
0: championship. Yep. Definitely. 100% agree. And I think that's going to be a good note to transition to our next topic. Me and crafty, we're going to do this thing. We have a, a team generator. We're going to scramble it. Uh, we're going to draft a team, basically depending on what team we, what team we get. So let's say we get the Cleveland Cavaliers. We have to pick a current player on the Cavaliers roster. Hopefully, one of us don't get the Cavaliers. With we'll all due respect. Up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Alrighty. So yeah, we're gonna just do that. We're gonna go back and forth and see who has the better team. Alrighty, Crafty, you're the guest. I'll get you. I'll let you get the uh, first roll.
1: Oh, I get the first the first pick in the uh, NBA podcast draft. What? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go one, two, three. My first team is the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Um, you know, ah, that's that's a bad team to get right now. <laughs> that really is. You know, let me, let me get some, I wouldn't say veteran leadership, but definitely some leadership. We've seen this man lead along one of his best friends, Jamar DeRozan, give me Kyle Lowry.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Um. I would say Pascal Siakam, yeah. but you know me and you were you said we're going for a championship here and Pascal in the playoffs is pretty pretty depressing yeah, to watch. That is
0: true. That is true. <laughs> All righty, let's see who I get here. We're going to get the Boston Celtics. I got to wow, take cool. Jason Tatum. I got to take Jason Tatum. You was talking, you said Kobe uh, or Devin Booker is the closest thing to Kobe. In my opinion, I think Tatum is just an uh, just a hair closer to Kobe than Devin Booker is. I'm a big Jace Jason, uh, uh, Jason, uh, Jason Brown who am I talking about? Jason uh, Brown. Jason Brown. <laughs> who, who, uh, uh, I, uh, my fault. I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. My fault. I, I completely had a brain fart there. I'm a big Jalen Brown fan, but Tatum is just a hair better. But I do think if Jalen Brown was on a better team, he would shine more and be talked about more. That's another topic, though.
1: Absolutely. That's another topic for another day. But I will I will say, like you said, I disagree. I. Don't, the reason I disagree is because Kobe was a lethal scorer, both. Both Devin Booker mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum lethal scorers, but I'm giving the scoring edge to uh, to Devin Booker. Neither of those two players will ever touch Kobe's defense, oh, yeah. so oh, that's yeah. why I say that's the closest thing.
0: Definitely.
1: Uh, but I'll go ahead and uh, spin again. I, you're you're kidding me,
0: bro.
1: Oh. I got the Charlotte Hornets.
0: Okay. Oh, Melo would have been a good pick there, but you already <laughs> got a point gone
1: Hey, 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 hey! I can run two ones. Let's go. Okay. No, hold on. Let me think about it. Let me think about it, bro. <laughs> Oh my God! This team's trash. Uh, give me P.J. Washington.
0: Okay, okay. Well, um, hey, you know what? Brad. Not every not every NBA championship team has got to be a superpower. You know what I'm saying? P.J. Washington could play his role.
1: He can, and he <laughs> is one one heck of an athlete. So you know what? Yeah. I'm not too mad. I'm still waiting for Luka Doncic to come and play so I can be biased and say my team's going to win
0: no matter what. <laughs> hey, so. I I hope I hope you can get Luka. I pray for you. Alrighty, here we go. Let's get my roll. Oh, we got the T-Wolves. Okay, Carl Anthony Towns. I'll take I'll take Carl Anthony Towns. I, I'm not a big Cat fan, but he's got some good offense. Defense, he might okay. be a little weak, but hey, he's got the good offense okay. capability.
1: Okay. okay, well, hopefully you can make up for it with your power forward whenever you choose him or move catch power forward yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and go again. Let's go. Uh, okay. Yeah, good thing. I didn't choose the Melo. I got the Golden State Warriors Stephen hey. Curry. I don't care.
0: There no, you go. No, I don't care. There you go. Warriors I'll have him represent.
1: play the two. I'll have him play the two.
0: There you go There you go. Alrighty, let's see here The Houston Rockets. Ooh, okay. I'll <laughs> I didn't really want Houston because, all right, KPJ is not bad, though. Kevin Porter Jr., I think he's got a lot of potential, and I think Houston should draft uh, Evan Mobley in the draft or something. I don't think that Jalen Green is really going to work with him going into some draft talk. I haven't really looked at the prospects much, but I don't think anybody I, – I, I would say in Houston, let Kevin Porter be the guy. and uh, I think
1: yeah. he has potential to be that guy. We've yeah. seen that man go out there, and he is he's a scorer. Don't ask mm-hmm. him to do too much on defense. Don't ask him to have all those intangibles. But give that man the basketball yep. when it's time to score. He can shoot. He can drive. He's a good player. Oh, yeah. Respect that pick. Um, gosh, I. Okay, I need some. I need. I need a bigger man. I mean, I have DJ Washington right now. He looks like my small forward. If I have to keep oh. going with guards. I'm just saying. Yeah. If if this goes wrong, Utah Jazz. Give me Rudy Gobert. Give me that defense. Okay. There
0: you go. There you go. Nice there we go. Man. Yeah. All right, Here we go. Here we go. Oh man. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> You're gonna hate this. Take, have, take, Luca. Yeah, take Luca. We got the Dallas Mavericks. We gotta take Luca Magic. Uh, speaking I of, I know. think I might watch some of the some of his Olympic games because I'm kind of curious to see if he could win, I, if he could win at least a bronze, silver, maybe a gold. I think
1: he. I think with the way Team USA has been playing, <laughs> which is just lazy, lazy mm-hmm. basketball, Luca just took Sylvania to their first ever Olympics for basketball. I'm just saying, don't sleep on Luka. We've seen him play big games, and he is on record as saying it is easier to score in the NBA than it is in the Olympics. Yep. So, he'll do it again. Okay, Both speaking Darryl of
0: Luka, Darryl Luka. Darryl Luka. Darryl Luka, Crafty, there's this hot topic that's been going around, and I want to see your take on it. Can other? Do you think other NBA stars can play with Luka Doncic? Yeah. Because there's, this, there's this take going on, especially, you know, we're hearing all the things about Kristaps Porzingis and how he – his role got diminished because Luca wanted to be the guy. So people are trying to talk now, say, I don't know if Luca can play with other guys because he has to be so ball dominant. I think it's kind of a good topic. I need to look more into it, obviously. Uh, I'm not too sure about it. I wanted to know it from a, a Mavericks fan perspective.
1: Okay, so since, since we're in the middle of the draft, I'll make it quick for you, Okay. <laughs> Um, Luka 100% can play with other stars I don't like that take at all I've heard that take It mm-hmm. makes me want to kick a wall With a toothpick <laughs> under my thumb. My, oh my
0: uh, god oh, Just don't you saying think, that Don't really? even
1: think about it bro It's just the most painful thing I can talk about it, It's dumb I So the thing with The whole problem Was Rick Carlisle And Chris Topps himself it, it, Well I mean the, they, they didn't work well together mm-hmm. Uh, Luca does want to be the guy, which isn't a problem because we've seen he is that guy. Like it, it's Luca Doncic; he's yeah. he's a scorer, he's, he's in everything. He is the most complete player on the Dallas Mavericks. I would even argue maybe most complete player other than Paul George in the NBA, with how much like, he can do everything, mm-hmm. um, other than be athletic. Uh, I I don't the the reason Kristaps wasn't successful is because especially in the playoffs, is because when Lucas said I want to be that guy. Rick Carlisle took that as a completely different way than what he should have. Rick Carlisle was basically trying to make Christophs for a 7-3 shooting guard. I, yeah. I, I'm i not a big... I, I, I'm i a huge Kristaps fan in general. Loved him on the Knicks. I was ecstatic when he got traded to us. I don't think he's a good fit for our team anymore. But I want to see if Jason Kidd can make something work because him Jason Kidd and Luka are basically the same play style.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, especially with how uninflated both of them are. <laughs> I think they're going to coach well, and I, I pray Jason Kidd can find either a good role for Kristaps or can convince Damian Lillard to stop his way in Dallas.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, right, I, now just, I don't ahead. know.
1: We can't say that he can't play with another star because we haven't seen him do it. Yeah. Because Kristaps was not a star when he came to us. Yeah. He was an injury-prone ex-star. I mean, he's just not the same.
0: Yeah. Um, so great. is it my pick? Oh, yeah. It's your last pick, I believe.
1: Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> King James I got Oh,
0: King James. okay There you go With King LeBron, James. you're automatically at least Title contender, so there you go that, I mean,
1: I would argue if you put this team Together, you oh, have Seth yeah. Curry and LeBron At oh, the same yeah. time, that's not a contender That's that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a, a winner right team.
0: there My oh my, okay, so this pick has to be good Right here, let's <laughs> see, we got Tatum Cat, KPJ, and Luka so I, I, I need. the pistons. Oh man, oh man, let's see Okay, I got the Warriors. I got the Warriors. But I don't think I'm don't think i going to take Curry because you already have him. So, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I think, okay, I think what this team is missing is a defensive leader, a defensive presence. And you may think Klay Thompson might be the pick here for scoring. I'm going with my man Draymond Green. I need a man okay. that's going to guard the team's best player, and I think Draymond is that guy. Draymond just paired me the, alongside me the dub, KPJ, Cat, Tatum, and Luka. Oh, man. I like this team. We got defense. We got scoring. And we got potential. I don't think this is enough to take down LeBron and Stephen Curry, though, if I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care if you yeah, got P.J. Washington. Oh, oh, Kyle Lowry, my fault. Yeah, Kyle Lowry is a pretty good playmaker, too. Curry plays off ball. Lowry, the playmaker. LeBron James, he does his LeBron James thing. You got have P.J. Washington just eating up a defender. Bada bing, bada boom. I think that definitely is going to go to you. I'm
1: glad there wasn't even a debate on this. Yeah. I was just going to say because like if we go player for player here, yeah. Uh, the only thing that I see is like your team is a little... T- Ball. It's a little taller than mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it looks like you're running Luca at either the shooting guard or running Kevin Porter Jr. at the shooting guard. So your team's a lot bigger than mine, but Rudy Gobert is gonna hold down that oh, defense yeah. baker PJ oh, Washington yeah. is a beast on defense, on offense. He's just a beast in general. <laughs> Not as much of a beast as King LeBron James or, you know, Wardell, Stephen Curry. And Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry, he's just kinda of there.
0: He's just there. He'll he's do his there. thing. He'll do his thing with his thickums. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's really about to round it up. Oh, but before you go, I wanted to ask you about your opinion. You kind of talked about your opinion on uh, Jason Kidd. I wanted to see if you got anything else to say, uh, your hopes for next year, and uh, maybe if you're looking, you know, Mavs, they might trade KP, uh, who you're hoping to get. All
1: right. The floor is
0: yours. The floor is yours.
1: Well, (laughs) the Mavs are, we're a wreck. You know, getting rid of two of Luca's favorite people in our entire franchise being Rick Carlisle. They it has come out that they did butt heads a lot, but Luca had a great respect for Rick Carlisle. Um, We got rid of the GM, the guy who traded for him, the guy who showed faith in Luca, and nobody else did. So it's been tough. There have been rumors of Luca being frustrated, but he's still probably going to sign that two hundred million dollar extension that we're waiting on. Um, The signing of Jason Kidd. uh, I'm not necessarily excited or. Not, I'm not excited or worried about it. Um, because Jason Kidd's coaching career has been trash, we all know that he hasn't really been a great coach or a great human at that matter. Um, but you know, it's it's a new it has it's been a while uh since Jason Kidd has really been in charge of a team the way he is. Uh, Damian Lillard wanted uh, Jason Kidd, and if Damian Lillard, you know, who is only got so much time to win a championship left, if he wanted Jason Kidd. I think there's something that we just don't know about Jason Kidd that Damian Lua does. So maybe it'll be good for Luca. I think it'll be great for Luca specifically, because at least from the perspective of from X player to coach, I mean from X player to current player, they have pretty much the same play style. Both play in the Maverick system. Both were good friends with Dirk before Dirk decided that he's done playing basketball because his knees don't work. Um I, I mean, I I don't hate where we're going as far as when it comes with KP, we definitely need to hold on to him until the trade deadline. And either build up his value or see if his value still values us and see if we can still win with him. Uh, as people, as far as people I want, obviously this offseason, I want us to get Damian Lillard. Obviously, I want us to get Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, I think, is possible. Damian Lillard, I think, is a stretch. I think Damian Lillard is probably going to end up staying in Portland. Um, but we just need someone to play with Luca. We need someone who is willing to take that back seat and be the second guy, not be the first guy. That's why I don't know if Damian Lillard or Kawhi will work because mm-hmm. those are notorious first options, great players, great scorers. Yeah. Um, but whoever it is has got to take a back seat to Luca. Um, this is his team. It's like Kevin Durant going into Golden State. Kevin Durant didn't go in there and make it his team, it was still Steph Curry's team mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, I, we just need perimeter defense. Uh, we we traded Seth Curry, which, if you look at it, was pretty much the reason we were the statistical best offense in history besides the Nets this year. Uh, we traded him for Josh Richardson, and Josh Richardson isn't worth mac and cheese to me, man. <laughs> I mean, literally, he added no help on defense. The only thing he did was make clutch rate those for us, and that was about it. So I say, get him and KP out of there. Maybe Jason Richardson, I mean, not Jason, Josh Richardson. Um, we get him out of there by this offseason, get KP out of there by the trade deadline, or if he works for us, keep him and just keep trucking with what we have. Right now, it's not a great time to win, try to win a championship. There is that powerhouse team. We still have the Lakers. We still have the Clippers to go up against if they keep Kawhi Leonard. I, I think it's a good time to build our assets more than go for the championship next year. I don't think it's the time for a championship for us right now.
0: That is a very respectable opinion. Um, You know, uh, for the Mavs, I, I made a whole video um, on what the teams eliminated from the playoffs should do, and uh, one of the notes that I had is, is get Luca help, target DeRozan, uh, th uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. keep t- keep t- Tim Hardaway Jr. if you can't if you can't keep Tim Hardaway Jr. get DeMar DeRozan, uh, Evan Fournier if you can get him for cheap, and then Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Jared Allen I feel like could be also a decent pickup. Uh, really, just you gotta get some Luca, you gotta surround Luca with some help. And I'll go right. right. Yeah, like you said, possibly our just starting
1: power forward is Maxi Kleba. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So definitely, you know, I I can definitely respect you saying uh, Dallas is not in a position to succeed just yet. I think Luca has the potential. Listen, you get him a, a good second guy, and I think that this team can at least make the conference finals. Uh, I truly. I think, I think
1: we could have made it this year if we would have played our cards right. Mm-hmm. That game seven we played was just tragic. It was just yeah. bad. Um, and you know, like you said. DeMar DeRozan on the table, but with me saying, like, the way I see it, at least, how I don't think we should try yeah. to win next year. I think we should, you know, put ourselves in a good position, play a good year of basketball, um, but, you know, championship not be exactly the front thing on our mind uh, because if we get someone like DeMar DeRozan, he doesn't have much time left either, yeah. And especially with the way his game is getting outdated. And he's, he's done a great job at adapting by becoming a point forward rather than anything, but the way his game is being outdated, um, DeMar doesn't have much time if he's going to win a championship, it's not going to be with Dallas. Um, but someone like Spencer Dinwiddie, I think, is a great pickup. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, you know, he's, he's been playing. He played amazing for the Nets. Not Well, a little bit of this year, yeah. not much. Um, but he has that potential. I just don't know. We're in such a weird spot because I don't... I think we should go for someone who has potential, but Potential that it's like guaranteed. You know, like, you know how when Giannis yeah. was coming up, not saying we need a Giannis caliber player, It'd be nice. Um, but you know, when Giannis was coming up, we all knew like this season, he won most improved player. We said he was going to win it at the beginning of the season. Mo- yeah. And most basketball fans were in agreement. We need someone who has that kind of guaranteed potential. They're not there, but you know they're going to do it next year. Mm-hmm. And I think Spencer Dinwiddie could be that kind of guy. Jared Allen could be that kind of guy. Um, you know, and the Cavs are in a position to want to trade any and everybody right now yeah. or trade their pick. Um, you know, I, 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 agree. I think someone like Jared Allen would be nice. I don't, as I, I'm a huge advocate for DeMar DeRozan's play style. I just don't think he play well with the Mavericks if we're trying to win a championship. Um, maybe even, maybe even trade for DeJounte Murray. I don't know why I like DeJounte Murray. Like me awesome. too. I oh, like Murray too. I, yeah. there.
0: I like so that. trade for I like DeJounte that.
1: Murray, my untouchables on the team are jalen brunson scoring off the bench absolutely insane mm-hmm. love jalen brunson Sh- i think should have been in contention for six minute of the year this year mm. um, i think he should have mentioned more because he was absolutely amazing off the bench another untouchable tim hardaway jr and Luka Doncic. Oh, yeah. other than that anybody's up
0: that's what's up um yeah i think that's gonna round out the episode crafty it is always a pleasure to have you on the show you're always welcome ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in. Into- <laughs> oh yeah definitely hey Anytime we got any topics, I'll definitely hit you up. Uh, Hopefully, we can get this together again sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another one of my episodes. You know I appreciate it so much. I love you. Peace out.